When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the official Wildcat Podcast, presented by Briggs Auto Group and Kansas Land Tire. Now, with almost 50 combined years on the K-State Sports Network, here are your hosts, Wyatt Thompson and Stan Weber. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Wildcat Weekly Podcast, presented each week by BriggsAuto.com and by Kansas Land Tire. I'm voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, joined by color analyst Stan Weber. And to say the least, we are excited. Kansas State football is back this weekend. Nichols comes to town for a 6.05 kick. We'll have it for you on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, starting at 4 o'clock with the pregame show. Stan, when we're talking football, it's always a good thing. And we're also talking the start of a new era at Kansas State, and that's exciting, too. Absolutely. Uh, the excitement level, Wyatt, I know for K-State fans, emulates what you and I are feeling right now. We cannot wait for football to start, and K-State football in particular is going to be so much fun. We'd be saying that every year. I can't wait to get this season going, but it is interesting, unique, and a lot to learn about this Saturday when K-State trots out on the field, starting with pregame warm-ups. What is it going to be like? What music is going to be played? How are the players going to do things out there? It's going to look all different. How are they going to enter the field? Just all the pregame stuff is up in the air to say, can't wait to see what's unfolded and what's been decided upon, what it's going to look like under Chris Kleiman, and then most importantly, when they play the game, when they're on the field, what kind of strategy are they going to use? What's going to look different? What's going to look the same? Can't wait to get this next era kicked off and very excited by the fact that there's a lot of continuity. The things that Chris Kleiman is talking about, being physical, tough, disciplined, doing the right things, expecting to win, working together as a team, all these things are very consistent with what we've heard from Bill Snyder forever. So uh, I love when I hear about new things that include the solidness of Bill Snyder's era. It's kind of a nice mixture. Can't wait to see how it looks on the field this Saturday. Well, I'm glad you brought up Bill Snyder because that era is is certainly one that K-Staters will hold near and dear 
for probably eternity. I mean, the, the 30 years that he's been in Manhattan has, has changed everything about Kansas State, not just K-State football. Well, you're right, Wyatt, and we start with football. Obviously, the excitement level we're talking about was not something that K-Staters would talk about before Bill Snyder got there, so we changed the whole identity. But uh, the easiest place is look at the Power Cat. I remember when I saw the Power Cat and talked to the voice of the Cats at that time, Mitch Holtis, he's a great historian, knows about the Civil War and everything else, and when he first saw that Power Cat, we call it now, we didn't know what to call it then, it's like, wow, that is unique and that is different. That's not what we've seen at K-State before. And I made one of my great predictions of all time. I said, Mitch, if we win football games, everyone's going to use this logo. The engineering department's going to use this logo. That's what happens when you win football games. I was convicted of that, but that didn't mean I thought it was going to happen. And it is. That power cat is everywhere. It's the identity for K-State, no matter what part of the school you're talking about. Everybody knows about the Bill Snyderisms, get better every day, work as a family. When I'm around the university, the business college or wherever, talking to the president of the university, the provost, we're all referring back to Bill Snyderisms and trying to apply what he did on the football field with those players to the things that we're working on for the university. So it changed everything. Obviously, you got statues, naming of the stadium, highway, all those things, Wyatt. There's been an economic development boom in Manhattan because of Bill Snyder winning football games. But uh, to its core, Bill Snyder changed everything about Manhattan and everything about K-State, and it really emanates out from there. Uh, the whole state of Kansas is a different place because of Bill Snyder. Thank you for what you've done, Bill, over the last 30 years, and we want to, in respect to you, continue the momentum, continue the excellence on the football field and at the university. Well, and we're all excited about what lies ahead with Coach Chris Kleiman. There's no doubt about that. And I think we need to talk a little bit about his staff right here. As you know, Stan, you've studied this greatly. Chris at his core is a defensive guy, and his defensive guy on this staff is Scotty Hazelton, the defensive coordinator. And, and I don't know what your perception of this guy is just yet, but to me, he brings a passion and an energy to the field every day in practice that, that I, I have just been intrigued by. He, he's a good football coach. Yeah, you talk about the energy, the passion. He has experience. He's made the calls before. He's worked with Coach Chris Kleiman before. I think that's important. He's had success in the Division One level calling defenses uh, in this modern age of football when he was at Wyoming, and they did a nice job. All those things are really, really important. He has an energy. But I want to see also the thing about that he brings is a calmness. There's energy because he wants things done well. There's going to be changes. There's going to be a lot of things that put doubt in the opponent's mind. You know, what is coming on this third down? Is it going to be a blitz? Who's going to blitz? Are they not going to blitz? What coverage are they going to play? All those things, those questions, those pre-snap questions are going to be fun to watch the quarterbacks have to deal with, and he knows exactly what he's doing. But one of the things I really love about Scotty Hazleton is that while he has that energy, he has a complete calmness down after down after down. Even throughout practice, you can see being up close and personal with him, talking to him, that he's not going to overreact at any time. You can't become too emotional because in the Big 12, Wyatt, you know, after a play occurs and you're not happy with it and you'd like to have a little steam go off your head, oh, you don't have time because the ball's going to be snapped in about five seconds. Snapped in five seconds. And you've got to communicate the defense and all of that. I love the fact 
that this guy really has a great perspective of what it's like to be a defensive coordinator in college football. If something bad happens, you're not going to see him panic, become overly emotional. You're going to see him stick to the job at hand, make the next call, tell the guys what they need to do to change what happened, uh, work better, and make the adjustments. All those things are true, but you've got to stay strong, focused, and calm. And I really think Scotty Hazelton is going to do that for the defensive side. And I also think it's great that he knows Coach Kleiman, because Coach, as a head coach, will do everything a head coach needs to do, but he's also going to have some certain opinions and things that need to be implemented during the week on defense and even on game day, some adjustments that might need to be made. And you're not going to see those two looking at each other, wondering how they're going to get this done. They've worked together before. They have a respect level. So I think you're going to get the best of Scotty Hazelton and Chris Kleiman together when you talk about the defense for the Cats this year. All right, let's talk a little bit about offense, and certainly we will break this down in a lot more detail when we get to pregame on Saturday. But we follow it up with talking about K-State defense with offense here, and the coordinator there is Courtney Messingham. He's been in the Big 12. He's been at North Dakota State. He's been in the game roughly 30 years. What can K-State fans expect? What's the offense going to look like in your mind? Well, I think the offense is going to try to create questions for the defense. They're going to make the defense play left-handed. They're going to make them do things that they feel uncomfortable with, and K-State's going to have such a wide variety of offensive capabilities that they're going to try to find the weaknesses of the defense where they mentally, either from a coaching staff to the player or a player gets mixed up a little bit, they're going to try to find a weakness and attack it. For instance, you're going to see running backs lining up as wide receivers. You're going to see tight ends lined up as wide receiver. You're going to see receivers lined up as running backs. You're going to see all different kind of formations with multiple tight ends and fullbacks, and then maybe all receivers on the field. They're going to move and shift before the play. It may look like just a normal, modern college formation in a shotgun, and after a couple of movements and a shift, they're in a three-back backfield, and it's almost like the wishbone days. You know, and, and all of a sudden the ball snapped and the defense wonders what just happened. K-State's powering the ball at the middle like it's a goal line play. They want to keep them off balance. They're going to send the receivers out. For, to, to, they're going to send the receivers on motion to where they get handed the ball. We're going to see running backs run routes, deep routes all over the place. The route tree is very big for them. So I just think it's going to be a lot of diversity, but what they're really looking for is create indecision and mistakes by the opponent and attack them. You've got to be very smart to be able to execute this way. You've got to be good with your plan. You've got to understand what's at your disposal. And then you also have got to understand what the defense is doing to you on game day and what reactions they make to your movements. It's a very intellectual strategy that K-State's using, but I think Courtney Messingham is the right guy to do it. He's very smart. He uh, is very calm, and he'll be able to figure things out and I think this group of players have been taught very well because they got to be able to, to adapt and move during the game as well by getting everybody involved and teaching them this intricate system. I think they're going to be ready for it. But it'll be fun to see which part of the playbook does he use. Because like Coach Snyder, it's a large option to pull from. Which plays is he going to run this week versus next week? It's going to be fun to see. But I think the biggest thing you're going to see, shift, shifting movement, guys lined up in different places than you'd expect, and searching for indecision by the defense. 
You're listening to the Wildcat Weekly Podcast. He's Stan Weber. I'm Wyatt Thompson as we get you set for the opening football game of the year, Saturday night at Bill Snyder Family Stadium at 6.05 against the Colonels of Nichols. We'll talk more about Nichols in just a moment, but Stan, it would be crazy to not talk a little bit about K-State's personnel here. And and I just want to throw out the names of the captains and, and have you talk a little bit about the significance of that in terms of their leadership, which I believe is hugely important for this football team. And in no particular order, Wyatt Hubert, Dalton Schoen, Reggie Walker, Denzel Goolsby, Trey Deshaun, Adam Holtorf, and Skyler Thompson. That's a pretty good group of guys. Yeah, it is. And obviously, you start with the last name that you mentioned. A quarterback has a natural leadership responsibility and is easily given the opportunity to be a leader for a football team. But Skyler Thompson is absolutely the leader of this team going into his third year being a starter, uh, feeling very comfortable with everything that's going on. Everyone's looking to him for the leadership, so it's very easy to see where he's going to come from on the offensive side. On the defensive side, you're talking about guys at almost every level being captains. And uh, those guys, on defense nowadays, it's good to have a lot of guys who play the role of captain because with the no-huddle offense and with the quickness of which the plays occur, Sometimes you can get scrambling and lose your head when you're out there on the field and not have great communication. It takes a real leader, a captain type of person, to settle down the guys he can settle down. You think about a Trey Deshaun or a Wyatt Hubert up there up front, Wyatt, they may never get a chance to say one word to a safety or a cornerback a whole drive. I mean, it could be an 80-yard battle down the field, and they never get a chance to compare notes at all and say, hey, watch out for this or remember that or hey come on let's go let's fight together Uh, my daughter plays volleyball for k-state and after every point you know what they do they all get in a little huddle and encourage each other and then go back to their positions well in defensive football nowadays you don't get that chance so you need guys to step up and start communicating right away like if it's denzel goldsby he needs to communicate with the guys in the back area and he needs to do it with confidence like i know what i'm doing listen to me i'm a captain you know this all the time we work together i'm one of the big leaders let's do this make this adjustment trust me i know what the coach wants i mean that kind of communication on the field during the game on the defensive side wyatt it's become very important to be able to apply it in a quick second on the field so i like the fact that they have that distribution of captains on the defensive side and a lot of captains from the defensive side The Wildcat Weekly Podcast is presented by BriggsAuto.com, where they never match prices, they always beat them. BriggsAuto.com, longtime partner of K-State Athletics. And from the freeway to the field and everywhere in between, Wildcat fans trust the friendly folks at Kansas Land Tire and Service for all their tire and auto service needs. Visit thetirestore.com for the Kansas Land Tire near you. Well, Nichols will provide the opposition on Saturday night. And Stan, you know what? This is a pretty good football team. I, nine wins a year ago, and they got a bunch of guys back and a lot of good players. Yeah, no doubt about it. They're very dangerous. They're athletic, and it all starts with their quarterback, Chase Forkane. His dad and his uncle both played at LSU and for the New Orleans Saints in the NFL. Very athletic family. And Chase, being a four-year starter, is very comfortable. Why? He is wheeling and dealing in their offense. He's willing to throw the ball deep. He hits all the short throws, loves to throw the slants. Uh, and will run the football, stone read, and everything else. Uh, he is the guy that they look to, and he is a very dangerous player. But overall, they're 11th ranked in the country right now, finishing the, I mean, starting the year. 
last year finishing the season. They were a playoff team, should have went further in the playoffs. In fact, uh, Coach Kleiman said he thought North Dakota State would have to play them at some point, but Nichols got upset. But if you look back and see what they've done recently, in the, in the 2016, 17, and 18, Wyatt, they played against FBS teams like K-State. And if you go back and just do a quick history of what John Forquet, Chase Forcade has done as a quarterback in those years, they lost at number five Georgia 26 to 24 in 16. They lost at Texas A&M in 17, 24 to 14, and they won last year at KU in overtime 26 to 23. What's the consistency that you see right there? Do you realize that these teams in modern football, Georgia, Texas A&M, and Kansas, scored only 26, 24, and 23 points, respectively? Yeah. yeah. That tells you a little bit about their defense, Wyatt. This is an athletic group. They take chances. They bring blitzes from everywhere. They shift right as the play's about ready to start. Their linemen will move up and down the line. They're hard to figure out what they're doing, why they're doing it. Sometimes they'll leave a guy wide open accidentally. They're going to play aggressively and take chances and try to beat you. They're not going to sit back and hope that you lose the game. They're going to try to beat you. And I think I just laid out a pretty good scenario that in the modern football era where 30 points is kind of nothing for a close game even, these teams, none of them got above 26 points in these last three games that they had against the FBS opponents. So get ready for some good athletic defense when you look at nickel. I guess a final thought here. As we go into the new season with a new coach, a new staff, new lots of things, what are you most anxious to see on Saturday night from this football team? And then secondarily, what might be your biggest concern going into game one? Well, I think uh, you know, the thing that we're looking to see uh, from a defensive standpoint is what will the defense do? Uh, we've known for a long, long time when Tom Hayes was the defensive coordinator under Bill Snyder in his second tenure what K-State was trying to accomplish, and then we just needed to watch him execute. But this time under Scotty Hazleton, I think we got a blank slate about how is he going to bring things on the offensive, on the defensive side. Uh, is he going to blitz? What situations is he going to do it? How are they going to hold up? Just a lot of excitement to see what this new era of K-State defense has, especially since Coach Kleiman is a defensive guy. It adds even a, a, an extra level of excitement there. On the offensive side, Wyatt, you go into the season knowing that there's not a lot of experience at the running back position and the wide receiver position. So the question you have is when they get a chance to make a play on third down and two, will they be able to execute? Will there be some jitters? I'm not worried about down the line, but in a first game situation, you know, when you're out in the parking lot tailgating, getting ready for the game and listening to your radio on this on your Learfield station, uh, getting ready to listen to Wyatt and me do the game on radio, you're gonna ask yourself, well, who is really gonna carry the ball today? Who is really going to catch the passes today? Uh, there's a wide variety of guys that are going to be able to be utilized, and I think these coaches have a lot of confidence in. But converting on third down wide is such a key. Last year's team could have easily won seven or eight games. If you go back and look at the Baylor, TCU, and Iowa State games on the road, right? I mean, we could have won seven or eight games even before a bowl game. But one thing K-State did not do well last year. It's not a Bill Snyderism over time. It's just last season. Last season's conversion rate on third and one and third and two was one of the poorest in the whole country. 
and that really was a difference maker. North Dakota State-style football, what Coach Messingham would like to see, is he doesn't mind having third down, but you've got to execute and convert. And that's what Bill Snyder football was built on. Remember the Colin Klein days, etc. You look at North Dakota State and their national championships, they didn't mind being in third and one and third and two. It's just they needed to execute on that play, and they were almost flawless. You just move the chains, keep things going, keep the clock running. K-State has not proven yet, Wyatt, that they're going to be able to make those plays right now under this philosophy with these players, and we can't look back at last year and say it was easy. It was the biggest weakness K-State had last year, was not converting on third and short. That is the risk. That is an area we need to see proven. Hopefully it will be gone by the end of the game and we'll say no problem. These players got it. They're reliable. But that big offensive line is going to have to move people. Those running backs are going to have to make good choices. Play call is going to have to be well done. Execution is going to have to be good. And let's keep moving the chains on third down and short. I think that's a big key to change what happened last year. Well, it should be a very interesting opening night as the Wildcats play host to the Nichols Colonels, coached by Tim Rebo. Really good football team that won a playoff game a year ago and went 9-4. and four. Kansas State with the debut of Chris Kleiman. We'll have it for you on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, starting with the pregame show at 4. The kick time, this is the official kick time at 6.05. That's going to be our first Wildcat podcast of the year, presented each week by BriggsAuto.com and by Kansas Land Tire. For Stan Weber, I'm Wyatt Thompson. Thanks so much for listening, and go Cats! This has been the official Wildcat Podcast, presented by Briggs Auto Group and Kansas Land Tire. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation.